weekend still. Yeah, I, I already had a great weekend. I'm dead. I already had a great weekend, and then this was just topped off. Just still. Topped it off. Just you know what? It was it was the Maguire on goal, fam. <laughs> Got right in my own. I mean, to be honest, yeah. Um, I think going into the game, I was. I was quietly confident because I knew we had a better squad than United. Because obviously I knew United were going to rest players. Mm. So obviously um, they rested Pogba, Greenwood, Martial, um, and I, I think I'm probably missing someone. But yeah, those are the three main like threats in it. And I knew that yeah. the replacements coming in were not really up to scratch. So I know Dan James is whack. Um, who else came in? Um, Fred obviously has had a decent season, but it's just not as good as um, yeah. Pogba. And yeah, then, uh, obviously, Greenwood's been excellent as well. Yeah. So, I knew that the replacement coming in, yeah, they just weren't going to be as as good. And yeah. that, that gave me small confidence. And I think the way we started the game, obviously, with the five at the back, yeah, um, which we looked a lot a lot more settled in, by the yeah. way. Um, from the way we started the game, we looked pretty sound in terms mm-hmm. of dealing with their threats. Um, to be honest, there wasn't actually many threats in the first half, but, like, None. I felt like if there was any, if we were going to be turned over mm. with the extra centre back, we looked pretty sound. Um, yeah. So and the way we started the game with you know controlling possession, dominating the the ball, um, creating a couple chances here and there, a couple miss, near misses, and I mm. thought yeah we looked pretty comfortable. Um, and then my only thing was because we didn't score, I was a bit worried. I was thinking because United's bench was strong, so I was thinking if United bring on their subs, it's game time. And but luckily, we got that goal. It would be typical of them as well to not exactly. get a goal. Exactly. And luckily, we got that goal just on half-time, yeah. which kind of sees things. And then I think, obviously, we were helped by the De Gea mistake because that goal was also key timing as well. Boy, and then from yeah. there, we are always going to take take the match. But yeah, man, it was it was a very, very... I can, I can name so many good players today. Like, everyone was excellent. Like, yeah. It's the first performance in a long, long time that I've been totally satisfied with. Fact, yeah, yeah. I think there's one thing in terms of like one thing that kind of annoys me a little bit about um like so Lampard's shown he's so adaptable, but then I feel like there's key times when he should show the adaptability because we're so comfortable in so many different systems at this point, right? That's not the the um that our squad isn't like you know um we don't have that many we don't have like world class players or whatever, but we have a good level of players in terms of like playing different systems etc. So. Where we've shown that we can play different systems, well, yeah, it's kind of annoying sometimes against Sheffield United. Like, as soon as I said, as soon as I saw the, the, the starting lineup against Sheffield United, I said we've lost this, innit? Because I feel like for certain teams or specialist teams, if that makes sense in a certain system, the basic requirement is to match the system, innit? Especially when you're a team that can play it well. It's not like when we played with, um, when we had, when we when we played Fred about Conte and teams would change their system against stuff, they didn't know what they were doing. We actually know what we're doing. So I always feel like it's a basic requirement, anyways. But I feel like United have got lucky a lot of the time, yeah, against the Oli, under Oli, they've got lucky against us in, in terms in terms of, if we go through them, the first um, 4-0 one, like, we deserve to lose, but it was nowhere near 4-0. Like, we had chances, they had chances, they finished their chances, we didn't. So, I'm even going to give that, that one to them. But the other two, particularly, particularly the cup one, where Russia scored the mad, the mad free kick, right? It just felt like it just hasn't been deserved, right? And as much as we've outclassed them tactically in those games, there's still more that we could have done to present to prevent losing, if that makes sense, in them games. So, for example, when they go three at the back or whatever, you know exactly how they're going to transition, if that makes sense. And we can adapt to that, even though we're already dominating, if that makes sense, to obviously make the difference between, even if you're not going to get a win, get a draw. You know what I'm trying to say? So, obviously, that's one thing we did well today, dominated it from... from Beginning to end, Lampard actually tactically our fastest bozo, bro. And I've been saying, from time, <laughs> I've been saying from time, it's just annoying with this Oli guy here because he keeps getting accolades and he keeps getting wins, right? But you know, the style of win is very important. Like, you know, people just look at the end result with football now too much and they don't look at how things have happened because the how is a lot of the time is going to dictate what happens long term. You know what I'm trying to say? It's all well and good winning this game now or winning that game now, riding your luck. The cup game, they, they defended for 90 minutes, got dominated, they got a free kick. 35 yards out, rushing <laughs> top corner. You know what I'm trying to say? And guys were just being shameless here, saying, yeah, but, you know, Oli, Oli, free, Lampard, nil. But you have to look at how you got those wins. It was always going to run out. I hear that today. Yeah. I think, I think where Oli went wrong today, I think, um, obviously, um, playing the five at the back, yeah, it just doesn't suit United's um, personnel. So, and not, I when, like not when the other team are playing it. Sorry? Not when the other team are playing it. So it's fine if the, if the team that they're playing against is playing four at the back. Yeah. Because it's literally just you benefiting from the way the system is shaped, right? 
because you have an extra man in, in yeah, um, a, a lot yeah. of phases, right? But the other team is playing it, then you soon realise how bad I think, they are. I think playing. even still, it depends. I think even still, their personality. Yeah, so I'll, I'll explain why in a minute. But I mm. feel like Oli played um, five at the back today because um, it's what got them the 2 0 at Stamford Bridge in the Premier yeah, game. Exactly. And I feel like I feel like um, the reason why um, I don't think five at the back suits Manchester United is because, one, I don't feel like they're. So the two that played in midfield, Matic and Fred, I don't feel like they're the most press resistant uh, players and the yeah. most. Comfy on the ball. Don't get me wrong. Like Matic have done really well um, since he's coming into the team. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think like this. This Matic, yeah, is like mm. is capable of playing that system. Okay. Because mm. we saw how Kovacic and Jorginho pressed them like nastily mm-hmm. in that midfield. And like, the midfield, the midfield battle was actually light work. It was yeah, so light work. Light. Very. So light. that's number one. Number yeah. two, I don't feel like they have good enough fullbacks to play in wingbacks. So, yeah, not going forward. Definitely. So not. yeah, exactly. So I remember Saka. We know going forward, it's just not it. And yeah. obviously, um, Brandon Williams. Um, oh my God, that he's, he, he's just not very good, did it? Like, yeah, I, thought, I actually thought he was decent before, but I, after watching today, yeah, like, yeah, it's just yeah. not very good. So those are two main things, yeah. He works hard it, though. He's, he's from a good home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those are two. Those are two key areas in this system that you have to. You have to be um, have great personnel in, and United just don't have that. That's why I don't feel like this system is for them. Whereas if yeah. they just played their normal forty-three-one. They could have potentially had Bruno. Bruno could have potentially put on more pockets in behind R two, and mm. um, they could have had like maybe f- like one their two kind of um, press up against ours, and they need the extra man. Do you get me? Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are two main reasons why I don't feel like Manchester United um, suit that style of play. So if you look at Chelsea, so yeah. Reece James is, is is an athlete. So like win back is just perfect for Reece James. Yeah. Um, Marcus Alonso, terrible defender. But going forward is going to give you something. So yeah, again, suit it to the left back, suit it to the left wing back role. Jorginho yeah. and Kovacic, say what you want about Jorginho, but he's very much a press resistant player. And yeah. Kovacic is just brilliant. <laughs> so, Kovacic is ridiculously press resistant. And he's you know what I'm saying? Foil. He's a brilliant foil for Jorginho. And they're, both so, them in a double pivot. they're both so comfortable on the ball that right. I'm so fine with them playing in the two. Like, I don't think right. I understand. So. That is one thing where it's like, yeah, Lampard got this right, Oli got this wrong. Mm. And um, given Mount the free room to kind of just press and do whatever, where he was effective um, beginning of the season, I would yeah. see him in that position again. And obviously, we didn't have a decent game as well. So, yeah. personnel and system-wise, Lampard wanted to do. Yeah, and I think he embarrassed him. I genuinely, I think he embarrassed him. I agree him. still, I'm not going to lie. I think I it was agree. pending. I think what Lampard was... Yeah, I think what Lampard has been a little bit... I think Lampard is really hesitant. But I feel like if there have if been any times where he has been hesitant and tactically, this has been in And I don't think, no matter what system got played in, I don't think Lampard was going to allow that to happen again. So yeah. you see, because normally it's like we have the better of them tactically and it's just been moments or individual quality where we're missing our chances, they're taking their chances. Or moments, just like Rashford's free kick, for example, right? I don't think, whatever happens there, I don't think Lampard was going to, you know, allow... Um, Oli to get the better of him and if you think about it as well like it's actually quite interesting in terms of like I would say the teams in terms of team sheet were quite evenly matched today right so these are superstars Martial was on the bench we don't have anyone of Martial's quality going forwards um, Pogba was on the bench we don't have anyone of Pogba's quality apart from maybe Kante which is more defensive than going forward you see, you see what I'm trying to say so it was quite interesting in terms of evenly matched teams and obviously um, you know um tactical knowledge in terms of how to get the better of a team and adjusting all these kind of stuff. It was very interesting that when the teams were, were, were um, set up this way and, you know, there was no superstar to get Oli out of trouble, maybe only Bruno, but Bruno played terribly, to be fair. And which, is, which isn't all his fault. He's been overplayed and they didn't really get him the ball in key areas or whatever. But it was very interesting to see because I felt like we dominated from minute one to 90 and Oli at no point wrecked it. The only time he even changed system was because of the injury. The injury, yeah. Literally, they didn't have any chances. He only, only didn't react at all. And I feel like, and this, this is what I feel like um, so much when it comes to Oli, because I've been saying it from time that the guy is just, it's not even just a man management thing at this point. I've obviously, obviously, I've already said before as well. I feel like the the time for like the generic managers who don't really have a style of philosophy, just say work hard, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, they're being more and more and more phased out of the team, out of the game. Sorry. Even if you look at the top 10 managers in the league, everyone has a philosophy, a tactical philosophy. Oli doesn't. And I said this was due to catch up with him. Because, of course, when you have good players... So, if you look at the time when we were growing up as well, I've already talked about how Ferguson wasn't 
the um, most obsessed with tactics, right? He still had them, but he wasn't the most obsessed with them, right? And obviously, a lot, a lot of the time, obviously, he could um, successfully manage players in terms of, like, you know, where they were playing, combinations, etc., etc., right? But in terms of the man-manager that just says, you know, go and do this, go and do that, it's being more and more phased out of the game. And this Oli guy's been getting these accolades, he's been getting these undeserved wins over us, so it was nice. It was nice to see that thorough, thorough, thorough coming today. Also, yeah, yeah. we're United as well, because how, um, at the stats today said that that was their 19th penalty of the season, which is mental. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you know what? I can't even talk too much about that, innit? Like, referees this year, to be funny, it, it was a penalty, like, there's no doubt, doubt about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They've just been like, getting 19 is a mad number. They've been catching life with, with those, yeah. Things. But, um, yeah, man, thoroughly, thoroughly good performance, um, from, from Chelsea today. Um, what really stood out to me was the press because I'm, yeah. I don't, I've never seen a team keep up the press for 90 minutes, like, as in. It was like 85th minute and we were still... Pre- I saw Jorginho... Because United Maguire. made it so easy for us. Bro, I saw, Mag- I saw Jorginho stressing Maguire. <laughs> stress? <laughs> stressing hey, Maguire. Maguire was stressed I out. Said, Jesus Christ. Maguire like, was stressed out the whole like, and this wasn't, this, is, this wasn't even like first 20 minutes of the game. This was fully 85th like, yeah, yeah, minute. Fact. And so like the press was so consistent the whole game, which was very, very impressive. Seems like the players are quite fit. Um, Mount was... Mount, Rich James... Jorginho and Kovacic were the main um, yeah, culprits in that press because they, yeah. they, they were just they were just brilliant. Yeah. Um, Mount is a really good presser in general. Yeah, yeah, Mountain's from since he's been first into the team. Yeah, um, big up Rhys James as well, who's looked um, he looked a bit. I wasn't too sure. Um, I wasn't too sure his last few performances in the league. Yeah, but today he looks a lot, a lot, lot better. Like a lot, lot better. Yeah, he I, he didn't really put foot wrong at all, at all. Um, I thought Mount was brilliant again. Um, he worked so so hard, which is you know you know I'm not really one to say your oh, hard work blah blah blah, but today yeah. he worked really really hard, and um, his energy Kovacic as well. Excellent energy, ball. his energy was stress- the yeah yeah his energy was stressing the back line. Yeah, and Amber, Amber was sweating, bro. Oh, he was um, <laughs> he was stressed. Kovacic, my, my man of the match, who yeah, just same. was doing control doing control in the midfield, you know. He's so um, pressure-resistant. It's a joke. Literally, joke literally doing up controller in that midfield. It is mental. You can't press him. Like, you can't even stand off. Like, we don't, I've realised as well recently with Kovacic, right? And this is something we got onto for last season. In terms of um, forcing the issue or pressing the issue, if that makes sense. Um, so, obviously, sometimes we see midfielders like Pogba. When things are not really happening ahead of him, he'll still try and make the pass, almost try and force the issue. We saw it with Bruno today as well. Kovacic is someone that he just likes to keep it ticking a lot of the time. I realise that under Lampard especially, he's started to actually like force the issue in terms of making passes. The, the vision is there and and it's clearly always been there. The ability to make the pass and have the execution has clearly always been there. But I, I guess maybe he's just been playing it safe until this season because we played again. We played... Who did we play last? Who was it against again? Um, our last game was against Norwich. That was the one Norwich game. At one point, he, I don't know if he he didn't start there, but he ended up deep. He ended up the deepest midfielder, and he made two ridiculous passes, absolutely ridiculous passes from deep. So the ability has always been there, and it's going to be very interesting. I think he's a must. I think Kovacic is a must, no matter what form, well, what midfield we play. I think Kovacic is a must. Now, hundred percent. More of a debate over. So the way it's looking like is we're going to play some sort of midfield three regardless going forward, right? Kovacic is a must, and I think he has to play every game that he can, that he, that he can without being arrested you know, or injured, etc. Obviously, the other choice is going to be between the whole um, Kante or Jorginho type thing, depending on if it's a 4-2-3-1 or 4-3-3, whatever, and then obviously an attacking midfielder, but Kovacic is a must in the box-to-box. Absolute must. Yeah, yeah, I, I perfectly agree. Um, let's talk a bit more about um, Manchester United, though. Um, so, where do you think it went wrong today? So, aside from Listen, if I say, the, if I say uh, where I think it went wrong, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> so aside from the system, which you touched on, Oli got that wrong. Yeah. Um, anything like else? Do we, we say went wrong for them today? To what like, I would like, say, they just looked, I feel like they just looked really, really sloppy today and tired. Yeah. And but tired. but how many of their players? How many? Wait, how many new players came in today? So Frank came, came in. in. It was pretty much. It was pretty much. Um. So obviously Maguire and Lindelof normally start. So normally start. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, De Gea so, obviously. Rashford, so, Williams, Fred, Reno. and James, isn't it? And Mac- 
Oh no, Matic was playing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And James. So it's yeah, just yeah, them yeah. three. Okay, to yeah. be fair, you, you might have a point about about them being tired. But to be fair, those are the men that you really and truly. Those are the men you bring in for energy. And let's be honest. What who did we say? Brandon Williams, um, Bread and James. Fred, James, yeah, those are the man. Come on, man, those are the man you bring in for hard work. Let's be honest, like that man's USP is hard work. Maybe Fred has changed that a little bit, like with how well he's been playing in it. But Daniel James and Brandon Williams, if it's not hard work, where else? As in, them and are meant to be there to do the hard running anyway. So, yeah, but, I yeah, feel like I feel like at the same time, Brandon today were just really poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they looked, they looked um, tired, but at the same time, it was it was their own fault. Like, as in, of course, like I remember, I saw Oli said something about having two days less rest. I hear that call, but at the same time, the fatigue that they were having, the fatigue that they were um, facing was was a lot down to um, the way they were playing as well. So obviously, first of all, they've been rinsing out with their players' bears over this um, restart period, where other teams haven't, if that makes sense. And this is what another point about this body guy in it, yeah, Rav, get the best players out on the pitch and lag by our laurel. But anyway, <laughs> that's for another day. But yeah, no, I think in terms of the way they were playing, you know when they say work smart, not hard. I mean, these men were just doing a lot of running for no good reason. And no, they didn't know how to play the system. Honestly, they did. I don't know how they beat us with it last time. I think it was more because they were just defending, and their wing backs didn't actually have to do anything. Their tenor mids weren't pressed. As in, they didn't have the ball against us last time they played it. In it, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it was yeah. more just they got their special players on the. To be fair, I think we were more on it today. Like in yeah. terms of like just from the very beginning, like pressing them. I don't think since we haven't pressed them since the first game, since the game at Old Trafford. We never. Yeah, apart from the first game of the so season. Today we actually gave them heavy stress, and they they didn't want it. They didn't. Want I, think, it. I think a lot of teams are going to be doing that now because we've seen. <laughs> if I talk about this Oli guy again, you see what I keep saying, bro. Bro, tactically the man can't adjust. He doesn't know what he's doing tactically. When they were pressed against Southampton, the guy didn't know what he was doing. It took him like seventy minutes just to say go long. Like you know what I'm trying to say. And yeah. then change the system again. Again, he changed the system against Southampton only because of an injury. Again today, pressed to death. Pressed to death. Still wouldn't go long or do anything or change the system or um, try and bypass the press. I don't know, maybe a ball into the midfield. Like, just still doing the same old nonsense. So I think they're going to be in a bit of bother. Like, you know, kind of um, sometimes when it happens when um, a team shows how to beat a team. It was kind yeah, of like, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Southampton kind of shown that if these men, if you press them, there's going to be big trouble. And yeah. it's fact. We pressed them today. Easy, like, thorough, thorough, thorough having thorough win. And then, like, it was like, it reminded me of um, when Spurs was using the wide areas a lot on the counter-attack against City. Um, and then everyone kind of started trying to replicate that. As in Man United in their wins against City, that's literally all they've done. If yeah. that makes sense. So, I think it's going to be a very interesting one. And like I said, this guy's his lack of tactical knowledge is going to catch up with him. And I'm, I'm <laughs> glad to see it. I'm glad to see it. The man's a easy joke. We love to see it. We love to see it. Um, just quickly, bro. So, what's your thoughts on the De Gea situation? Like, oh, what say? Bro, so, I don't even. Do you think? Do you yeah. think? Like, what do you think? think? What do you think? What do I think? So, yeah. Personally, I think so. For just, just as a starting point, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I think we can, we can, we can dead the whole him being the best in the league, best in the world now. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's, this has gone on for too long now. This is not a phase. Yeah, it has, it's a full-on crisis. No, no yeah. one's there. You know when you go from a, that transition from a phase to a crisis? <laughs> Fact, has been in a crisis yeah. since 2018 World Cup. So, yeah. right, so cool. That's, that's, that's the first thing first. In oh. terms of his, his position at United, I do feel like um, there needs to be a marker put down in a sense for him to know that you can't keep making these mistakes and, and get then just it. play next week. Yeah. So I yeah, do I feel agree. like there needs to be a sustained period yeah. where he is dropped just yeah, to kick him off the bum. Because I, I don't feel like I don't feel like he's been dropped for long enough. Like you see how careful he's, never, he's never really been dropped, has he? Not a, a couple of times. I think Mourinho did it for, for like a little a bit. A couple but... times, but not not long. Like I remember oh, when, oh, um, Yeah, I was gonna say the Fergie one in at the start, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like I remember, like, for example, Kepa was dropped for, like, a good month. I'm not saying Kepa was good, by the way, but yeah, he yeah. got dropped for, like, a good month, came back, yeah. and it was a small, small reaction. I remember yeah. when City dropped um, Joe Hart for Pantillamon for a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Hart came back a bit strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you've got to give these lot, like, because goalkeeping is one of those positions where it's, like, you play every game, in it. So, yeah. like, sometimes you might feel, like, no matter what, you might feel a bit untouchable, but I feel like Oli needs to let him know that he's not. So and Romeo and the funny thing is Romeo is actually a very good goalkeeper. I rate him still. That's the thing. Romeo so, is probably the best backup keeper I, in the league. So I would I think Romero Romero uh, Romero is his name Romero or Romero? Yeah, Romero, Romero, Romero. Yeah, I think 
him, if he comes in, maybe it's difficult because obviously the next two games they do have to win for top four. Yeah. Uh, but to be honest, it's it's even a risk playing to hell because he might make another mistake. In the same yeah. So I do feel like he needs he needs to pick up the the, the bum and be dropped for a little bit. Long term wise, in terms of the whole Dean Henderson thing, I think it's very very techy because um, I don't think it's a given that Dean Henderson comes to United and and plays the same way he does at Sheffield United. Do you understand yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But at the same time, at the same time. He's, he, he he seems very capable. Um, he seems very capable, and De Gea has been at United for a long time now. So yeah, since what twenty twelve or something, something like that. Yeah, so it's a thing of you know what, if the right any any other manager like any other given manager could just say you know what like nah I'm not feeling you, and it'd be kind of understandable. Yeah, I think I think he, I think you're right. And I think he just needs a mad kick up the backside. Because when you think about it, in terms of a goalkeeper, he's, he's far from old. He's what 29 for a yeah. goalkeeper. That's not old at all, at all. So he's another one. I feel like he he, can, he might even potentially have like another stint like in his career where you know what I'm trying to say where he's good again. Maybe yeah, not like the hair we saw, but he can definitely have another like sustained good period before his career is finished, right? But yeah. what you said about the kick on the back side, I think, is is real. Because especially with goalkeepers, goalkeepers especially, it's, been, it's proven to work. Yeah. It's proven. And it I say, if you just play him, play him to, like, play Romero to, like... The last two games of the season, at least. Play him the last two games, and then play him, like, I'd say, maybe the first two of the Europa. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, it all depends. It really all depends on how, obviously, how the hair reacts in it, because... Obviously, the reports were that obviously Kepa was when Kepa got dropped in it. Apparently, Kepa was proper doing his thing and training in it, which is obviously what you want to see. And it's obviously what is going to get you back in the in the side in it. But obviously, bearing in mind at the same time, obviously the hair is a senior guy as well in it. But at the same time, Oli has kind of this nice type of solo that I think he obviously might be one of trying to might be trying to get rid of in it if that makes sense as well. So tough calls have to be made in it. And I thought that you know, even with Dean Henderson bubbling and all of that, we all know it's a different thing to. Um, being goal for a low block team compared to a, a, um, a bigger team in it, you get asked more of um, at a bigger team, um, and obviously you have more time to think if that makes sense about the time types, types of saves you're making. If that makes sense, because um, when low block teams, if, if uh, when, when teams are attacking, stuff maybe drops in the box, get a shot off. You know what I'm trying to say? It's reaction saves. Obviously, it's a lot more complex for, for the bigger team, so there's no guarantee, like you said, that Henderson will just come in and do his thing, right? Mm. But at the same time, I was thinking, yeah, the hair still has another season before Henderson's a worry. You know what I'm trying to say? But that mistake, that was kind of like a, I don't even know what the word is, but it was kind of like a, um, a turning point type of type of um, mistake. Because yeah. even even though we've seen him make mistakes, that was a that one was really that was a massive one because that literally that should have been so that took the game away from them. Bro, that's the thing. It didn't move away from him, and it was it, it wasn't even one of them awkward ones where it bounces at like all. It was just awkward. in front. It was like it was quite low, and the trajectory was fine. To be honest, like, and this it, game, that that mistake fully cost them because that goal came yeah. in the forty six minute, and it's like literally. okay, like from near because literally, yeah, I, you could see Chelsea maybe not scoring until like late in the second half. United yeah, bring yeah. on clubs mid second half, and all of a sudden it's game on. But yeah. as soon as the hair does that, bro, just, the game's out the window, bro. Yeah, done out. Can't keep you can't keep like as a manager. And as a fan base, there's only so much you can really take. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I do feel like he does need to be dropped and, and exponentially. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'm not a United fan, so I don't, I don't, I don't care too tough. Yeah, you know it's true. And this is what I would say about how things happen rather than just the result of them happening. Isn't it? Because like I just like we said in it, yeah, the um, this one was a bit mad in it. I think the Burtmine one at least that was hit with power. You know, what I'm that was hit with power. Yeah. And at least he kind of got to it, and then it kind of even as much as it was a mistake, it was also slightly unlucky in it. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, that one yeah. I wouldn't say you can allow him. It. It's still a mistake, but it's I'm not so- gonna lie though. I do feel a bit sorry for him because it's a confidence thing, like it's yeah. a mental, mental and confidence thing. You know, like when when you keep making mistakes, yeah, mm-hmm. mentally, bruv, it's 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 playing in your mind all the time. Yeah, so but that's like, why the manager's got to take him out. The manager exactly, take him out the that, exactly. I agree with you, bro. I hundred percent agree yeah. with you. But um, and if your manager doesn't do that, then boy, it's a bit like with Cho. The same yeah. say how Lampard has taken Cho out of the firing line because yeah. he was clearly struggling with confidence, big time, 100%. 100%. big time, bro. Donny was looking finished, bro. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? He came back in today, it looks more like his old self, so... It's small, small, but the penalty, yeah, you know, given away the penalty, he's going to overshadow that, so they won't Yeah, yeah, but... But, like, minor, obviously, like, yeah, like, you, as, a ma- as a manager, you've got, you got to take that responsibility, you've got to take him out of the firing line. It's something that I think Jose would do, it's something that I think Lampard does, it's something that I think... Um, I haven't analysed Arteta too tough yet. It's something that I think Pep does, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sterling, I think it was. Yeah. Um, 
so like obviously the the thing comes with it's risk and reward in it so like it comes with its with its um we all know that that's like, risk and reward it comes yeah. with its uh, risks and when you lose it you're liable because you've got but when it works bro like because that first goal was nothing short of like it was, yeah that's real talk come like a fifa goal yeah literally yeah literally came like and the fact that happened to city as well literally <laughs> that's the benefit literally you see what um remember what we said that um, um after the first season when it came to um teams taking their one in it if that makes sense Obviously, occasionally there's, you know, the teams that, you know, um, sit back, try to burst on account like a Wolves in it, but not too many. When you look at a lot of City's losses, it's come from teams actually like kind of taking them on a little bit, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the benefit of playing up from the back. All these punts, it's always waffling about, oh, yeah, you know, sometimes you have to just go along and all the. And I saw they were waffling about, oh, they'd like to see a ratio of goals that come from playing out the back versus when you lose the ball. And, which is obviously a, that's a loaded statement as it is because you, you know what I'm trying to say you can you can work the chance yeah. against like a score so yeah that no, was a perfect um, advert for playing out from the back as well to be fair especially considering it happened against City but yeah no you yeah. know it is it, um, the way Arsenal are obviously um, you know moving under Arteta it'll be very interesting to see what kind of players they can get in the transfer window to be fair because obviously if you can get any yeah if you can get any. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's why I'm not really too worried about them. As in, they're doing well, but I'm not really worried about them because Arteta looks like a good coach. But if so long as he still has these kind of high kind of players, they're not really going to do that much. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Pops facts. their board, so. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Um, I, another player I want to speak about is Aubameyang because I feel like he is really, really stepping up. Like, yeah, hundred. He is someone I don't know where it is yet, but lately I've just been liking the guy a lot. Not, not like, like that. Like, not like that. Like a you. Yeah, yeah, fab. Got a guy just gets just give plays every week, bro. But yeah, like about me, yeah, he's just really grown on me. Like I used to really, I used to criticize him quite a bit in terms of his all round play. Yeah, but yeah. I watched like watching him this season. Like the guy just looks like a proper proper footballer. The guy is a clapper. He's a clapper. yeah, and he's a clapper on top. Man's been moved yeah. out wide and is still clapping off. Like you got you got to put respect on the guy's name, bro. I remember this week I put a tweet, I think it was a tweet saying how many players are better than Salah in the league. And I said that um, KDB, Aguero, and um, who was the other guy I said? KDB, Aguero, and Mane. Yeah, I was going to say Mane. And then I said, and then underneath I put that um, a good debate would be Aubameyang and Sterling. And I genuinely feel like Aubameyang is starting to come into that conversation. He's bridging, he's he's starting to scrape that top five conversation. Yeah, I think he's all. I think they're all like in the same um bracket slash category type of thing. Obviously, apart from the Bruyne and maybe Ronaldo yeah. Aguero as well. But obviously, especially with Hazard leaving, I think it's it's been left open a little bit more. <laughs> Let's, yeah, 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 much more. Yeah, open in terms of, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, Albert's looking. He's looking proper, man. Looking like a looking. You know what I'm trying to say? Looking proper from. And obviously, I would say obviously you know try a bus case from Arsenal, but you know sentiment and all that, fam. Obviously, you know one good thing about Arsenal, they've always had a good culture in it at the club, in it. If that makes sense, in terms of everyone getting along and all that kind of stuff, because mm-hmm. it seems to be really difficult for good players to leave them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'd say bus out, but he's already at a big age. He looks comfortable. I think he's only asking for like two fifty, which oh, they would. Be- yeah, they'd be mad. Not I to think with Aubameyang, yeah, we're Arsenal kind of in an advantageous position. But my pronunciation is mad sometimes. Forgive me. <laughs> yeah, I think where Arsenal are in a good position is that because he's 31, I don't think there'll be a heap of clubs that are willing to yeah. take the short-term option. Yeah. I think Unless a lot of clubs are... Free. Sorry? Unless he's going on a free, literally. Exactly, yeah. I feel like a lot of clubs are looking for the long-term. So you feel like Chelsea, yeah. for example, very much good in the long-term. Even Ron Wood were were rumored as well, but again, yeah. like, they've already got one striker of a similar. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like a lot of clubs are looking for that short term quick fix. So mm. I feel like if United can, if Arsenal can just you know just just pat him on the bum a little bit. Yeah, reals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can give Ozil 3.50, you can give Ozil 2.50. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Don't just, in fact, just be half an Ozil's wages. Reals, reals, reals. Just tell him where he'd be donating. Another one I'm throwing respect on as well is Tyranny. I think he's looked really good the past. I haven't watched him a lot of him. I think I've only watched about mm. maybe four or five games of him. And this is all been close got done. But Tyranny looks he looks like a proper left back still. I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a good he looks like a good player still. Um I think see what I'm trying to say. You know, with um, the league at the moment, isn't it? so many people have obviously spent time injured and all and in and out for so many reasons, obviously with the lockdown as well and stuff like that. It's going to be very interesting next season to see a lot. Of, there's a lot of players I'm going to be interested to see next season, like in a proper like 
I guess I have a second season, depending on who they are, people like Pepe maybe, and people like T in a first full like proper season, if that makes sense, provided he obviously doesn't get injured again. Because mm-hmm. it'll be very interesting as well, because obviously like Arteta's playing this great at the back, but I don't think it's what he wants to play long term. He's only playing it to um, you know, accommodate the weaknesses in his team, if that makes sense. So it'll be very, 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 very interesting actually to see this um this this team you because obviously you know me, man, sometimes I have to the gender's like you're running that because I'm seeing like initials like KT3 and I'm like, bro, <laughs> a bit early, you know, it's a little bit early for that one, isn't it? Like, this time. Um, to get onto us for J5, you know. For reals. I'm like, you know, just naming the Scottish shoot that already. Mad thing. Any, any other Scottish shoot. Reals. Slap, bro. That's real talk. So um, obviously, it will be very interesting to see what he does. Also, on the Arsenal front as well, Ainsley Maitland Niles is doing himself, bro. <laughs> he's actually doing himself not on a level because deep yeah but I, I was looking at I was watching Bellerin in that yeah and you know you know Ainsley's actually got everything that you need in a in a modern fullback if that makes mm-hmm. sense like as in most of the stuff he's got everything that you need that can't be worked on so mm-hmm. if you look at pace he's, he's he's quite quick he's actually he's actually decent defensively as in he can he can actually tackle he seems he knows where to be as in when he can be bothered so if you look at Ainsley before he just said I can't be asked because man's not a fullback because that's already how he said it to, to Emery as well and Arteta, bro. Yeah, knowing this guy. But if you look at the, the um, Ainsley that was playing before that, guy's got all the attributes. He could have taken Bellerin's spot by now. Easily. Easily. Very easily. You see, I'm not sure, you know, like, because you lot were saying this in the group chat and I was, mm. I was looking at it. I didn't say anything, but I was looking at it with a bit. I was, you, lot, people, you lot were saying that he's got all the ability and I was just like, huh? I think he's actually got all the attributes that, that, that you can't work on in, if that makes sense. For a modern-day fullback. He's going to get up and down. He's going to have energy. And you have to remember, obviously, because he's an actual centre mid, he's technically he's fine. He's, te- he's technically way better than Bellerin. Bellerin looks awkward on the ball sometimes. As in, when you give Bellerin the ball, unless he's going to start sprinting, and obviously with the injury as well, the injury is definitely taken. He's not as nowhere near as quick, in my opinion, at least, isn't it? Um, since the injury. And obviously, technically, he's always dribbled a little bit funny, but even now, especially, like, Ainsley's clear of him technically. I'm not saying he's Trent, but he's comfy. He's com- comfy, clear of him technically. He's, he's he's calm defensively. He's not brilliant, but he's he's calm defensively, which is more than can be said for Bellerin. So mm. literally, if he was to focus on that role, because I don't think he's gonna be he's not gonna be a centre mid at this level, mm. because he's another one that what does he do if that makes sense? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Maybe it's a little bit like Willock as well, but I think Willock will eventually. Um, yeah, I genuinely don't know what Willock does. I'll be yeah, right. exactly. But I think Willock, but Willock shows enough if that makes sense in terms of his application that if a manager tells him this is gonna be your role. This is what I want you to do for me. You know what I'm trying to say? I think he just needs that direction. But Ainsley, I'm not sure, like... Because when, when bro, man got given direction at fullback, man said, that's not me, fam. So, you know what I'm trying to say? But these are guys mm. that, unless they're, you know, grips by a manager and just going to say, this is what you're going to do for me. Maybe on, like, a Henderson type of thing. Mm. They're not going to play... They're not going to play centre-mid field at this level. You know what I'm trying to say? You can't compare, like, a Kovacic who... Again, like, we talked about how Kovacic is a must, but we know he's not a must for Lampard. Like, we're saying he's a must from what we're watching. And he could just not, not start in our next game. You know what I'm trying to say? If people like that cannot be starting, then what hope does 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 AZ have where man's not even applying himself in centre mid? You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. I feel you, man. I feel you, man. So yeah, no, I think I think he should focus on that right back spot. He can make a long career for himself at Arsenal if he takes that if he if he focuses on that right back spot. And um, Bellerin's so finished. Yeah, Bellerin's done out here. Bellerin is done out here. Fam. So finished, bro. So, so absolutely finished. done out here. So so finished, man. So this this the way United fans are rattled on a tilt, it's just ah. Oh. Um, they're still going, though. It's just entertainment. Anyway. Obviously, quick shout-out to Jose as well. Quick shout-out to my oh, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's give him his... Oh, bro. Let's yeah. Let's give him his views because, really and I don't trust Chelsea to take more than three points from their last two games. I don't want to speak anything in existence. Fab, no. you know what's hilarious, yeah? But still. You know what's hilarious? I can see us beating Liverpool and then losing to Wolves or, draw, but, or, or, or <laughs> dropping points at Wolves, isn't it? To be honest, four points is fine. I don't care how we get the four points. Yeah. But now that Leicester lost, I believe if we beat Liverpool, then we're on the top four. Yeah, yeah, we beat Liverpool, it's confirmed. Yeah, it's confirmed, isn't it? Yeah, if we beat Liverpool, it's confirmed. Whereas, wait, so if United beat, let me check the table. Right? If United beat West Ham, is it United confirmed? have 62. Um, United are below Leicester, right? Okay, so yeah, no, they're, 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 they're the exact same now on goal difference as well. Okay, same on goal difference as well. So it's still a bit sad. But our goal yeah. difference is dead. Yeah, wait, let me figure it. So 62, 63. If we beat Liverpool, if we beat Liverpool, then it's confirmed. Because we're four points and there's only uh, one game left. It's not confirmed, you know. Actually, no, no, yeah, it's it's yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Because um, Leicester played their 37th, innit? They played their 37th. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be on 66 points and Leicester yeah. will be on 62 points. So, yeah, confirmed. Yeah, with only one game left. 
Yeah, it'll be confirmed still. And literally, that was my whole thing about being confident about getting in the top four, only because even if we're going to be on banter, the Leicester I've seen in the second half of the season, bruv, even if we don't want to take... Yeah, if we, even if we don't want to take top four ourselves, they will give it to us. Man said they hold a free piece, no sides, bruv. Not even a cheeky, customary Vardy goal. Consolation thing. Yeah. But Leicester have looked so void of ideas, literally. Um, I think, yeah. I don't know if I, a lot of it's down to like Madison not being in the team so much. Mm. Right. My boy was saying earlier... Um, also, like, a couple... Mm. Sorry? Now, my boy was obviously getting onto... He's a Liverpool fan, isn't it? So, obviously, he was getting onto Rodgers, isn't it? He said he's a... He said any manager that can't arrest, uh, I think it was a downturn or whatever, or a bad run of form is a shit manager. Whatever. He was basically calling Rodgers dead. And I was basically just making the point that if you look at the bulk of his squad, they're all young. Like, the bulk of his squad are like 22, 23 or younger. Because I was, I was literally, cause I was thinking to myself, obviously, in terms of like, like we look at our squad, didn't it? Yeah. And even we have more, we have probably more experienced players than they do. I think they have like five, like Schmeichel, obviously, Vardy, Morgan that doesn't play, Fuchs doesn't play. Um, that's about it especially in their starting 11 they don't have many senior guys at all we really have more people like Jorginho as well um, obviously leaders um, as well innit? yeah exactly Rudiger and people like that I guess that you know not absolute you know over 30 type of seniors but we have senior guys there that have done a lot especially people like Giroud as well so the senior guys there and we're even inconsistent any place where you have young players you're going to have an inconsistent team right and that's what I think is happening with Leicester especially considering that their, their squad they haven't been here before not this squad. Like, mm. I just named all the senior players. You have to remember that the squad that Leicester won the league with was all senior guys. It was pretty much all senior guys. I think Mahrez mm. is probably one of the youngest in that team. And he was he was probably, he was like, what, 25 at the time? Mm. So I'm going to say. So this squad, if you look at them, if you look around at DD, 22, Tielemans, all of them, like 22, 23, Adidi, Chilwell, Tielemans, Madison, Harvey Barnes, Damari Gray, James Justin's even younger than all of them, and he's obviously now playing because Pereira's out. So Yonchu, all of them, they're all younger, they're all relatively young guys that haven't experienced anything like this before. So obviously, as much as you know, Rogers will be trying, and it? it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a sticky one. But you know me, I ain't complaining, fam. Give me that top four. You man are just gonna waste it anyway. Yeah, bro. bro, and I feel like obviously, um, so like Vardy went on like a twelve-game drought, I think it was. Yeah. Heroes uh, fell off form. Madison's been injured. Yeah. Um, Ricardo Pereira's been injured. So. They have been pammed. They've, they've, they've and Tielemans has been terrible. Yeah, I think he, he's been. He played all right against them. Um, I watched him against um, the last game, Sheffield United. I think he was all right still. Um, the last since since the lockdown, in it from what I've seen of him, boy, yeah. <laughs> boy. So, uh, but anyway, I've named about four or five key players that just haven't been mm. on board. So yeah, I'm just surprised to be honest. But um, Jose, yeah, doing us a good favor. Harry Kane. That's another one I want to speak about as well because a lot of people have been writing him off, man. People don't learn, bruv. You don't write off Harry Kane. Harry Kane, yeah, when you think he's done out here, that's when he comes. <laughs> that's when he comes. Yeah, and shows like, he loves it. You know what I'm saying? He loves it. He loves the attention, bruv. He absolutely loves it. He even but, wants um, you to doubt him. Yeah, literally, he wants you to doubt him still. But um, I was pretty confident, finally enough, that Tottenham were going to do the job today. Yeah, um, same. I, I don't know. Yeah, I was just, I was just very confident, even though they've been very bummy. Um, yeah, late. but I was just pre- I was pretty confident. I told them we're gonna do the job today. Um, I was even shocked at how easy Leicester beat Sheffield United. To be honest, yeah, same because Sheffield United they blow hot and cold. That's why, bro. Yeah, blow hot and cold. So, um, yeah, Kane's um, the second goal was absolutely brilliant. Um, reminded me of one that he did against Arsenal all those, um, a couple of years ago. Um, mm. But yeah, Tottenham last few games have picked up a little bit uh, after a really bad run. And um, it'll be interesting to see what they do next season. Even though I'm not, you know me, I'm not really, a, I'm not a Jersey fan, so I don't think they're going to do too much. But they seem to have picked up a little bit. Of yeah. And um, I think, I think to be honest, I think Europe is best for them because they need to win a trophy. Yeah, hundred. They need really to win a trophy. Try and win that as well. You know what I'm saying? So if they actually try to win that, like that's that's a big thing for Spurs. Like Europa League is a big, it's a big trophy for them to win. Like, Can I get a trophy in a minute, bro? You know what I'm saying? Because you know, if we come, if we co- anyhow we come into that competition, we'll win it. So let's just yeah, hundred you know percent. <laughs> Every you know time, I mean? literally. Any time, anyhow we come to that competition, we are winning that competition. So, and it's a big deal. Like I can't like it felt good winning it last season after all the turmoil, and it felt good winning it under um, who did we win it under in 2013? Um, Rafa. Rafa. It felt good winning it under Rafa as well. Yeah. So as much as we like make fun of the competition, it does feel good to win it. Like it's something. It's, it's it just upset. feels with to, good, good to win trophies. To be honest, yeah, it just feels good to win trophies. So I feel like Tottenham. I feel like this is even good for them. Just stay in Europa League, do your thing. 
Yeah, Rose. Humble and yourself. Yeah, if, if they win that, that's a big thing. Hundred percent a big thing. Yeah. 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 Literally, it's gonna to be to be honest. Yeah, all of this stuff. Yeah, there's certain teams in it. Yeah, where it majorly just depends on the transfer window. I think Tottenham they have good players, but everything's just a bit of a mess. You don't really know what the direction is. You can't really say yes, this is their best eleven. As in that everyone, can, everyone, who, people will give their best eleven, but it's all gonna be based on opinions. Whereas I feel like the best teams. You, you know what their best most the vast majority of people are going to agree on what their best 11 is you know what I'm trying to say um, especially yeah. for the way they play I think Tottenham are still very much working things out so I do feel sorry for Jose a little bit but yeah no success very much here is going to depend on the transfer window so teams like Tottenham and Arsenal to be honest depending on obviously who they can get in who they can offload and what the team's actually going to shape up to look like but yeah now big up Jose fam we needed that still yeah 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 for real for real um, let's talk a little bit about um, United from the other night against Crystal Palace and the officiating in the league. Like, I want to talk about VAR. Like, what's going it's mad. Because that game was just... Bruv, that game was a conspiracy, fam. <laughs> <laughs> that was a conspiracy, conspiracy. <laughs> But no, there's no... There's no Where's the J-House from? Obviously, obviously, like, they said that the, the decision to not award Palace a penalty was because it wasn't a clear and obvious error. Even that and entire then, hearing that clear and obvious And moment. then, mm. Palace go down the other end and score with Ayu, but that offside wasn't clear and obvious, but it would Bro, offside. you have to just leave them. Because even that clear and obvious thing, yeah, for more time I haven't even heard it in a while, it's like they just stopped using it. It's like they just have different buzzwords they're going to use in it. And then, so, even with that, with this whole VAR thing, I realised that they're just winging it, man. They're actually just winging it. Because mm. nothing makes sense anymore. Because everything, if shit was meant to be clear and obvious, you know what I'm trying to say? That bear shit would have been ruled out or bear shit would have been left alone and shit just hasn't been left alone. It hasn't been left that way. So really and truly, obviously, uh, it sounds mad to say, obviously, just waiting for the season to end or whatever. But I think it's really and truly, they're giving it next season, if that makes sense. I think really and truly, um, the referees, Mike Riley with their man, yeah. Their man are waiting for the season to end so they can go back to the drawing board and say, listen, how are we actually going to use this thing? Because they're actually just winging it. They're just winging it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, quick shout out to um, Marshall. He's, he's really, really looked. Yeah, and my boy Rash, of course. Just a great player. That we all yes. know. Rash and the funny thing is, I've had stocks in Marshall for a very, very long time now. A very, mm. very long time. And I was doubting him last season because, mm. you know, under Jersey, we all know why he was suffering. We don't yeah, 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 hundred and Rashford. But then when he was bumming it on the Oli last season, I was rattled. I was actually rattled. I was like, yeah. oh, like, well, I don't have anything to stand on now. <laughs> but you know what it is? That's why. That's why he was copying slander in it, even from people that believe in him. Like I believe in Marshall, but I was slandering him small, small. Same, I was slandering him because it's just like, bro, yeah, yeah. like you know what I'm trying to say. Like at least with Rashford, yeah, when Rashford's playing poorly, he's at least he's trying. You know what I'm saying? Marshall, we playing poor, and he won't even look like he's trying, man. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. I think Rashford was excellent against Palace, especially the second, the second goal. Martial, he put um, on the halfway line. Um, um, I think he chopped it between two players or something, and then done the little step yeah. over. It was, it was just quality, and especially his goal as well. His that goal man's chemistry well. is mental. Yeah, Rashford yeah, and Martial, Martial and Rashford. They seem to really like him with each other. Like they love it. Yeah, they're they're um fucking they're um. Their chemistry is mental. I saw today. I was hearing the, the commentators putting it down to Bruno, saying, "Oh, obviously, yeah, they need, to stop that, stop they need to stop that. They need to stop that rubbish, bro. Yeah. They're gonna be, they're being sick together. Mm. They just, just like before Bruno came, they didn't, they didn't have that long to play with each other. Remember that Martial was injured, and then Rash, and then when he comes back, not long after that, Rashford got injured as well. So, mm. but they need mm. to stop this that stupid. Um, that's how they just make you hate a good player as well. I mean, I get why they're moving very excited because. I was deep in. You know, we don't actually see that many, that many good players come into the league in terms of like at the at the top As level. They get going. Yeah, yeah. Normally, guys come in and they make their way. Like Mares came in, Mane came in, Song came in. They kind of gradually go up. If that makes sense, make their way. Hazard even Hazard. Like, but it's rare that someone comes in as obviously like at you know what I'm trying to say, instant at that level. If that makes sense. So I understand why they're excited, but they need to calm down because that's how uh, agendas are gonna have to get started soon, and I don't want to have to yeah, do that. Really. I don't have to do that. I have to do that. And I think what's also impressive about Marshall is his hold up play as well. Like his hold yeah, up has been great. So the goal against um what goal was it? Yeah, Rashford's equalizer against Southampton. He yeah, held up the defender and then laid off to him. That was really, really good. Um, yeah, hundreds. And couple and I think the game against Bournemouth as well, he's done something similar. His hold up play has been really, really good. So yeah, he's, yeah. he's I think he's, he's, he's been game. I think he's been the best player since lockdown out of everyone. Out of yeah, like all yeah, teams. I, 
Him and Pulisic. And you know the thing is, yeah, these... these yeah, literally, you know the the thing is as well, you know what's actually so funny about it? It just shows the standard, the dumb standard that people hold these these guys to. What? How old is Martial? Isn't he, what, 23? Something like that. Maybe maybe he's going to... But either way, yeah, these guys... Yeah, and, and Rashford is 22, turned 22 this season. And it just shows that if you look at these guys now starting to do their thing, properly do their thing and get some real consistency and add some add some stuff to add like proper like, a lot of stuff to their game to make them proper good all round players. If you look at them and the age they're doing that, it's I, I wouldn't even say normal. Obviously they're doing it before a lot of other men, isn't it, if that makes sense. But it just shows the dumb standard that we put on young players in terms of like, oh, people say, Oh yeah, Rashford and Marshall are really starting to do their thing now. Bruv, they're twenty two and twenty three. You know what I'm trying to say? At what other age were you expecting them to... You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's that like people just expect young players to just come and just be, you know, Mr. Consistent from the jump. It's, it's mental. You can't expect that from... Not against not people playing against proper good players and good competition, if that makes sense. Because mm. if, if the competition they're playing against is levels, no one is consistent. No one. Yeah, yeah I feel you. I feel you. I feel you still. I feel you. But yeah, they've been, they've been really, really invested, man. So um, if we look ahead to... Yeah, proper... This week, so Chelsea have Liverpool, United have West Ham, and then, oh crap, the season ends next Sunday. Oh my goodness me! Yeah, <laughs> oh my. Uh, a couple of months gonna be over fantasy football money, fam. Fam, it's been a ride, you know. This post, um, yeah, fam. Post lockdown, Project Restart. Hey, big up Project yeah. Restart. It's been, Listen, it's been you know the thing one. is, yeah, I slightly can't wait for the season to end just because, like, when I say. When I want to say I can't wait for the season to end. It's only because of clinching Champions League, and I just want to be able to rest in it, knowing that yeah, um, the we've got Champions League. Too much. Bro, that's what I'm trying to say. I need to be able to rest now. We've got Champions League, and we're gonna have good players next season to go. You know what I'm trying to say? Everything's gonna be calm in it. Then yeah. man can enjoy just watching their the, these Champions League teams and these Europa League teams. I just don't want to hold up having by buying in it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you can't avoid that one, mate. But yeah, Rose, you can't even uh, run from that one, fam. Yeah, so if you look ahead to this week, so how do you see? So first of all, let's see. Since we're talking about United, how do you see United West Ham playing out? Is there any way that United have to be West Ham? can cause them problems? Maybe you know. Never I mean, to be honest, yeah, I don't know. In as in that like, West Ham are a bit of a funny team, especially with um, very funny team with big teams when they when they play big teams. Yeah, especially when they play teams, especially with Man, they have a dumb, a weird rivalry with United. Like, I guess I call it a rivalry, but a lot of West Ham, not even sound rude, a lot of West Ham's rivalries are one way in it, and it's them, man. Like, they have a weird one with us. They have, they hate Arsenal as well. They hate Man United, but more time we don't really care about them, man. In it, yeah. But it's dangerous, isn't it? Because when they play them, you know what I'm trying to say, things can happen. But by the same token, I don't foresee too much, you know, happening. That just that's more another game where I guess if Audi warns them. Like the defenders about their position and all that kind of stuff defensively, they should be fine. Because going forward, they should be they should be pamming them into dust. They should be pamming them into. I know West Ham will come and defend bearing that, yeah, but surely United will have too much for them going forward. And furthermore, yeah. as much as you know, United will obviously want to win the game. Obviously, um, um, not not United. Sorry, obviously, as much as West Ham will want to win the game, they know they don't have to. Like they don't have to. If that makes sense, they're not in any ridiculous danger anymore. If that makes sense, if, if I think if anything, Watford are in more danger because Watford, because of the games that Watford have got coming up. But to be honest, I said from time, I think it will stay the way it is um, and the way it has been for a minute now, in terms of um, the facts that it's um, it's um, Villa and Bournemouth in the relegation zone, and that's purely because not not just um, in terms of obviously the teams above them, you know, maybe picking up points here and there, but literally. The teams below, um, it was obviously majorly West Ham and Watford. The teams below them are, are dead. Like they're dead, and they're not going to pick up too many points. We saw Bournemouth today. Again, um, they lost. They're pretty well. They're on the same amount of points as Aston Villa, but obviously Aston Villa got another game. West Ham are pretty much safe. I'm looking at the table now. Villa and Bournemouth are on 31, but um, Bournemouth can't catch them because Bournemouth have played their 37th game now. Bournemouth can only catch Watford. They can literally only catch Watford. They have a their goal difference like um okay yeah they can catch what they can catch just about catch Watford even on goal difference to be honest yeah. like something mad would happen Watford would have to lose and they would have to win well in their last game as well but yeah then there's Villa on top of them who also have a dead goal same goal difference as Bournemouth same situation really um Villa have two games to play but they have to win both to even dream of catching West Ham but even then yeah, they're not. I'm sorry, Villa. Villa, they're not going to catch West Ham. West Ham are pretty much safe. I'm looking at their goal difference. It's half. It's half Villa's. Villa's goal difference is minus 27. West Ham's is minus 13, and it's two games to play. Mm. So West Ham should be fine. They know they don't have to. Like you know, what I'm trying to say when push comes to shove, West Ham. You know, we know what they we know what they're like. We saw it against us. 
But I think for the fact of knowing they don't have to win, they're going to come to defend, uh, you would assume United will have too much of them going forward, especially considering it's literally top four or nothing now for United, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I don't think they care that, that much about the Europa League. They want to they come forth. So, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I do feel like if, if Moyes can kind of emulate Southampton's... Um, Southampton's set up. I don't, I don't think Moyes got that idea. Yeah, he's just not yeah. in it. He's just yeah. an old fag. Bro. He's not got the facilities for that, man. Yeah, literally. He's not if that man tries to press, they're going to hold a bargain bucket, bruv. <laughs> I swear to God. Southampton didn't even... Southampton pressed for a minute, but it was... It but was, Southampton it was, had it was, a smart, it was a smart press. It was a smart press because it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't consistent for the 90 minutes. It was in... Yeah. It was in it. So obviously, when they picked up the ball from the back, they pressed them heavily. Mm. But then I noticed as they started to come to the midfield, they, they dropped into their shape a bit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I feel like I feel like if, if West Ham come and be a bit sickening and just be defensive, Bruv, as in if West Ham try to press, it's going to be long. It's going to be long in it. So they might well just be defensive. But my only thing is, yeah, I know Antonio mm. is just going to get isolated. Which, to be fair, Antonio against Maguire and Lindelof, I wouldn't back against them because it's true. Right? It depends on how they support him. Them two have just been a shambles, to be honest. Yeah, Maguire. especially Maguire. Maguire's liable to get done they, at least they've twice. Been a they've been a shambles. They've been a shambles. We need to talk about him, actually. Maguire's liable to get him. done at least twice a game. So yeah, yeah, I can, I can recommend Antonio will have him up still. But I, don't see them, I can't see them supporting him well enough. I can't That's see them the thing. Like, I, just don't, just I don't think he'll get support. Yeah, yeah. Matt is just quite smart in a DM role, in it? Yeah. So I can't see him getting the kind of support that he needs in it. I think I can see things breaking down. So I can see the ball going up to him fine. Him holding it fine holding up and all that. But I think he'll break down when he's trying to lay it off for someone or people are trying to support. Because, obviously, Matthew doesn't have legs like that no more, but he's quite smart. So, yeah, I think he'll help them out quite a lot. But, yeah, Maguire is glad to get had up at least twice by Antonio. That's pending still. That's mm. pending. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Chelsea, Liverpool. How do you see that one going? I think Liverpool have been... Liverpool have been playing like as if as if they're scrunched for the past. As if they're <laughs> drunk. To play like drunkards, bro. Oh, even though, before to talk about the Arsenal game, what, what, what day was the Arsenal game? Was it on Wednesday, Thursday? No, Thursday, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thursday, yeah. I forgot about that. But yeah, like they've been playing like they're drunkards. They've been drunk for the past couple they've been, of weeks. Them man have been drunk in the so Stella Artois family. We don't know what Liverpool is going to turn up against us on, on yeah. Wednesday Either way, it'll be a lax Liverpool, man. They won't be like the same. Because, fam, open guys are playing the same games, bro. You could say mm-hmm. that because they're lifting the title, they might, you know, want to make this one like True. winning, True. win the game, and then have the celebration after sort of thing. It's, it's either way, that. But that's exactly. a game where them man, if I can't lie, that would be pe- if they had the fans here. Yeah, no matter how badly they play since the restart, yeah, if, the if fans, that was a day where they had the fans, that would be peak. peak. So it would be so peak. So so peak. So so peak. I think I think if we go in. With the same, I think we should. I think we should play the same system play today with Pulisic in. Yeah, I was gonna say Pulisic, Pulisic in from Pulisic in from Mount probably. Probably, but Mount yeah. can't play on the right, so it's not that thing. Mm. Um, retain William um, in the team. Cover mm. um, Jorginho in midfield. I would personally bring in Christensen. Um, yeah. Christensen, oh, he I reads the I, game I, well. I hate least. that guy so much. I no, but he reads well. the game well at least. So you need you Both need him someone. You see, both him and Rudiger, I hate them both. But obviously, but for me, there's not stress with no one in it. So yeah, yeah. I'll put put Christensen in the middle yeah. and then move Zuma out to the left, possibly. That's the uh, thing. At least, bro, brains is Christensen's USP in it. So yeah. when Firmino's trying to do that, all that bringing now, all that, bro, Zuma will actually follow. The thing is, Zuma will follow Firmino. Christian, mm-hmm. Christensen won't follow Firmino. Not, not, not unless it's, it's necessary. If that makes sense. Yeah. Christensen will know when to stay and when to go. If that makes sense. Like, I think Zuma played in the middle today. I, I was shook when I saw that. I can't lie. In the lineup when I saw Zuma was in the middle, I was shook still. Hasn't so, he always played in the middle? Yeah, when we played a three, he's played in the middle still, which is kind of worrying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say tomorrow, yeah, but I think it's a bit of a big game tomorrow still. We're just frame in like that. Yeah, it's true. But I, I don't know, man. Tomorrow is nice and composed. Yeah, you know what? Tomorrow, I have faith in you, innit? But I know Lampard's game management will say Christensen, which is fine, innit? That's not a problem. Yeah, um, if we win the game, play tomorrow last game of the season. Like simple as that. Um, but yeah, I would like to see Christensen and Pulisic come in. Um, obviously Kepper as well. Those three changes, and then yeah, same team for me personally. Mm. Um, Giroud against uh, Giroud has to play. It's not. As yeah, as hundred. It's not even a debate. It's not even a debate. It's, it's not even a debate. That's not even a debate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's um, not even a Tommy Lauritsen. As brilliant as Mount was today, I don't think he's necessary for Liverpool. 
Yeah, um, I, to be honest, I, I don't mind in it with that one. That one's, I think Pulisic is more necessary than him. Yeah, as in Pulisic, but for me, in it, yeah, it's just a toss up between him and William. I don't really mind which one I see. That's I the guess. thing, though, because Mount's not, he's not going to play Mount off the right. That's the thing. It just depends, to be fair. Right. But uh, uh, saying that, though, I think, um, first of all, to be fair, Van Dyke is slightly there to be got out press wise, isn't it? Because he hasn't been pressed bears, but when he has been, small, small issues, you know, but that's for a different day, innit? But I think Trent can be got out, innit? Like, Trent can be got out press-wise as, um, as well. I think if anyone's going to make a mistake at the back in terms of um, that kind of stuff happening, it's going to be him. And I've seen a few, and obviously he's been bailed out a little bit, if that makes sense, over the course of the season, innit? But I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be go at them and actually try to press them because that extra inch of, obviously, I know they're lifting, lifting the trophy, innit? but that extra inch mm-hmm. of, not, you're not still playing to win the league. Bruv, that shit can make such a big difference and we saw that against Arsenal. Mm. And the thing is, you know, the only thing that's giving me a little bit of hope in terms of, yeah, I know they're winning the league so we want to turn it back on, etc, etc. The only thing that's kind of giving me a little bit of hope is that it's not even just like, you know, sometimes when, you, when the team's won the league, they visibly don't care. These lot care and they're still playing dead, if that makes sense. Which is kind of mm. giving me a bit of hope that, oh, even they're trying, to, even though they're trying to arrest the situation, they, they still might not pattern up. You know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. It'll be yeah. a very interesting it's, one. It's a weird so, one. It's a weird one. I'm back in, that just seems like that's got a Pulisic big game written all over it. That's honest. what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. hoping. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, Rose. Um, hopefully, Trent, you know, Trent can be doing his thing. Hopefully, he gets up and um, up that that final third and stay yeah. there so that Pulisic can Rose. just put it that side. Because, you know, because, you know, if we're playing five at the back, then we can kind of handle the, um, we can kind of handle the fullbacks a little bit better. Yeah, um, hundreds. So, I'm hoping Trent just stays in the final third and then he's Pulisic free. Wouldn't mind that. Um, and then yeah, hopefully, hopefully we see a repeat of the cup final where we um where we control that midfield in Super Cup. But I think that day we played a three and not a two. So and Kante was playing that day as well. So yeah. But we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. I, we've got a lot to, a lot of confidence to take from today, innit? The boys will be going high. Guys like Rich James will be going in with full confidence. So will Kovacic. So would um Giroud. They'll be on a high in it. So as long as we keep it tight. At the back, I think mm. we can we can take a point. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I want to win in it, but same. I want to win. Too much. It depends on what Liverpool shows up in that. We have to see in it. Yeah, we have to mm. see. It. But yeah, three points, and we have, we'll be doing toast up. Rules, real talk. And the main man. reason why so I when they get toast up for some lean in that cup, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, the main reason why I want to see to end so badly with us in the top four is just because there's so much to look forward to this season in terms of who's coming. Yeah, I mean. Like the two signs we've made already, I'm already, I'm just excited, isn't it? So, yeah, man. Like, talk. And Zs is already in training, man. Exactly. And the, the brothers, isn't it? I'm exactly. looking at that time you're already, you're like, broski, like, yeah, I saw it, I saw it. Yeah. And you know what? Let me let me be on Tammy too much, isn't it? Like, he still did this thing at the start of the season. Let me relax. Yeah, for real, for real. But yeah, <laughs> no, nah, interesting one, Stilly. Yeah. Have we missed anything? Anything else to? I don't think so. I don't think so. But yeah, no, nah, man. I just want that winning against Liverpool. I just want Champions League confirmed. Man. That's what I need. And then basically, I was watching one video today. He's kind of like an insider in it, yeah. Um, one guy on YouTube, innit? He seems to know his stuff, to be fair, because he always, from what I've watched of his videos, that stuff he said has always turned out to be true. But apparently, with Havertz in it, yeah, obviously, because Real Madrid have said they're not spending no big money this season. Um, other, the other clubs he was linked to, like Man United, Liverpool, they're all saying they're not um, spending no big money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's only it's us. Not, it's just Chelsea. It's just Chelsea. Yeah, still. it's literally I, I only us. So, yeah, literally. Because so once he was saying, once Bayern pulled out, yeah. Literally. So what he was saying basically is that basically Chelsea are just working. Apparently, apparently this is what he said. He said the clubs, the clubs are rating in it. The clubs are rating that we're doing the the silencing in it. Not like them Liverpool man talking before they even got a guy. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So apparently we've been dealing with them, and basically we're just waiting to confirm Champions League before we can, you know, um, confirm that one basically in it. But apparently, like it's it's bubbling along nicely in it. But we apparently we're literally just waiting for to confirm that we got Champions League for next season. Before that one's a, a done deal, pretty much. But apparently, what? he said that um, he doesn't even care. What about Champions League? About Champions League, yeah. Fair enough, in it, but man, still want that Champions League. league but it? yeah, no, no, of course, I want Champions League. Yeah, as well. and I think um, obviously that's that's a lot to do with the money as well, in it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think my stance has changed on Havertz as well because mm. I've watched us in the last, especially against Sheffield United, bruv. Yeah, you're so void of creativity sometimes, bro. I just as long as we sign the centre back too. 
I'm calm. Yeah, Havertz and Asuna. I think, to be honest, I'm not going to lie, bro. I think a left back is even more necessary than a centre back. No, 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 no. Bro, centre back, you know what it is, yeah? We have to have a centre back to where we go into the season thinking they'll do. They do look like they do look, they do look like they'll do. But when shit goes bad, when shit hits it's the fan, kind of bro, we'll be wishing, we'll be wishing we bought a centre back. For me, but yeah, yeah, we'll be wishing we bought a centre back, honestly. And like the left back situation for me is manageable, isn't it? I'm like more like manageable than the centre back situation. Because again, with the left back thing, yeah, bro, we've showed with the impact that you know a steady head, yeah, in the defence, especially in the centre, has the impact that is proven to, to have. Yeah, come on, man, like you know what I'm trying to say. So yeah, I think the left back situation. Of course, I want a new left back, but it's a lot more manageable than the centre back situation. The centre back situation is brazier than yeah, literally, literally. But yeah, we we'll see how that ends up playing out, man. But yeah. Yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good, nice, nice episode. Nice yeah. to squeeze that within an hour. That might be right. Because <laughs> at the beginning, we had bears to cover, but you managed to squeeze Yeah, that's yeah, true. But yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good one. Um, I'll, I'll enjoy the rest of my weekend because, you know. Real talk. It's been a great one. Is, is, Real you know you've only dropped four on Nampon's head yet. I don't know what I would have done. Um, no, I can't I actually, lie. I don't I know what I would have done. Huh? It's, a, it's a solitude thing at that point still. Um, if you had dropped four and Lampard hit, bro, you know what I would have done with my life. That shit guy, bro. I want to to work tomorrow. Stressed. Fab. Uh, yeah, nah. You thank God, didn't you? Thank God. Bros. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you um, next week. Yeah.